The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Lots of p- people continue to get in touch. Uh, in the meantime, though, on five three one zero six about participation in sport Kieran my son was about 10 or 11 and the manager of his team told all the lads before game I'm going to pick my best team today and then there's going to be subs he gave everyone a jersey except my son it destroyed him shattered him his confusion and broke his heart I can still hear him uncontrollably sobbing he speaks about it to this day and he is 22 Tom and Fermoy says it gets difficult first when kids become aware of who is good and who is not secondly once teams become competitive and the club wants to win that is when it becomes more complicated. So says Tom in Fermoy. And Darren says, unfortunately, sometimes when a child is not on the same level of the team and might be put on in a final and make a mistake, they'll cost the team the game. And what happens then is all the kids in the team turn on that player. As someone who has managed underage soccer for the last 10 years, I've seen this happen more than once. So says Darren. Anyway, keep those texts coming. 53106. Shane Coleman, presenter of News Talk Breakfast, is with me. Shane, this is a really thorny issue isn't it and I was uh, remarking earlier that I'm lucky my kids are six and eight so they're still at the younger end the participatory uh, end of the scale when it comes to sport yours are a little older you've reached the competitive fields yeah I have uh, and I've been through it a couple of times my I, my yeah, eldest guy is 20 I coached his team up until minor and now I'm back <laughs> on my second cycle so I'm at under 14s uh, with with my daughter and uh, like it's tricky in one way Kieran but you know what it's it's not really if you if you stand back from it and and think about what's important and look I, I'm not saying I'm always perfect in this and I get carried away as much as anyone and like you want to win games and all that kind of stuff but like this piece today by, by Jen Hogan in the Irish Times it, it's very thought provoking and I, look ultimately like those stories about kids not being getting it getting a jersey for the in, in the final or that story you just read out about the coach saying mm. I picked my best team and gave a jersey to everybody like that is a Appalling. That is absolutely appalling. And look, I, I can only speak for uh, my own club, Nafina. Like we have a we have a philosophy where everybody gets a game. We like we have four teams in in football and three teams in Camogie under under fourteen. And we, we, we spread the numbers as thinly as we possibly can because it's about, for us, it's about uh, the girls getting game time. And we don't want girls standing on the sideline. And in a scenario where a girl is standing, or there are girls standing on the sideline, everybody gets a game. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't, as a coach, in all the years I've been coaching, and I'm, I'm, I'm not blowing my own trumpet because I've been far from perfect at times, but I have never had a game where somebody was on the sideline and didn't get on uh, at some point, mm. regard, regardless of the importance of the game. I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't say to a kid, listen, I'm not bringing you on because this is too important a game. Now, obviously, you're not going to phrase it like that. But like kids aren't stupid. They know. They know who's good. They know who isn't good. And, you know, like the, the, the message in there from, from a lot of the coaches that there are more important things than winning. Now, I, like, it's funny. I was kind of patting myself in the back and then I read the piece and like Shane Smith, one of the one of the coaches in a Kieran saying, uh, you know, he gave me food for thought. He was saying each child should have equal game time. Uh, and I was kind of questioning myself about that. And I think certainly up to a certain age. Now, there's something arbitrary about what that age. Yeah. Be. What, what, what age in your head is that? I, I sort of think maybe up to 14 or 15, I think equal game time is is completely 
is completely fine. I, I think as we got uh, as as the kids get older, yeah, like, there look there is a balance as well. Um, like no team, and and I I've coached teams where we've gone on long winning long winning runs and long and and longer losing runs, <laughs> and it does. It does sap morale if you're on long losing runs, and and like some of the times, like I, I coached a, I coached a, a, a C team uh, for for a number of years, and we would bring uh, some guys up from the year year below, and I know that even though we would have had more than fifteen, the players kind of welcomed. They they liked having a, a few extra players, and yeah. they liked uh, and what they brought to the table. Now. Everybody got a game. We made sure absolutely everybody got on. I, but but I kind of think there also is a balancing act. Like it's like there are more important things than winning. Absolutely, of course there are. But you don't want to lose every game because that does become demoralising, and and people do start to switch off. So it is about. I don't know if I found if I got the balance yeah. right, Kieran. All I can say is, I, I there was never a game where I. I I left players on the sidelines it's, for the whole it's game. Interesting. I think that yeah. is unconscionable. I really do. It is interesting you say about 14 or 15 because I know that, again, in Gaelic games is my experience directly as well, but the, the go games principles, they technically expire at 11 or at age 12. I think it's age 11 and down. And from then on, it's kind of left up to clubs. And you're lucky in Nafina that you have those principles that you continue to apply. But they're not mandated from head office, as it were, which means in other clubs they mightn't be, which means that you could have 12-year-olds sitting on the bench because, you know, well, you know, it's a fail a year under 13. And, of course, the fail is the be-all and end-all to a lot of these lads. And, you know, when you look back on it, it's so ridiculous. Oh, it's utterly ridiculous. It's not. And, look, I'm sure you've heard anecdotally. I've heard anecdotally. I don't have evidence of it. I've heard certainly soccer clubs. I know as a fact, certain soccer clubs just turn around to guys and say, we don't need you anymore. We're calling you now. I, I again, I think that's unconscionable. I don't know how you do that. I've also heard stories. I, I, ha- I don't know if this is the case. I've heard stories of other GA clubs where there are more subtle ways of easing players out that, you know, they they don't have a, a second team or a third team. Like we have the resources in the field. We have the numbers mm. to do that. But that maybe people are left on the sideline and kind of they take the hint after a while. Again, that's not something I, I don't know if that happens. I've heard anecdotal. Uh, I've heard anecdotally about that happening. And look, that's not like you want. Like our our goal, our our goal with with uh, certainly with with our age group, and I think across Nafina is to keep as many people playing for as long as possible. And the philosophy is, you know, like this, the, the, the person who plays for the C team or the, the, the D team yeah. has, has just as much uh, potential in, in terms of uh, making a contribution to the club over 40, 50 years as yeah. the, star, the star player on, on the A team. And also, sorry, Kieran, like we've had examples of people who, you know, started out on C teams and D teams and made their way to, to the A teams. And that, that like there are, there are players who have played senior for our club who were yeah. on C teams most well, of the Shane, way up as I'm, well. I'm reminded of the famous words of uh, George W. Bush when he went back to his university. All I say to all of you straight C students, you too could be president of the United States. Listen, <laughs> <It's> um, <laughs> with us as well is Siobhan O'Neill White. She's the founder of mams.ie. Uh, Siobhan, is this something that gets talked about on the forum uh, amongst your peer group, this kind of, this issue? At what age do you introduce this element of competition? How do you build resilience yeah. without being mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be mean, obviously. I think there's a point, though, that needs to be made. Some kids will go to every training session. 
right? And some kids will not go to many training sessions. And then when it comes to match time, those all those kids, you know, the kids that haven't turned up for training, maybe two out of every four sessions expect the same amount of, of play time as the kids who turn up for every single training session. And I, I think, you know, if... It, when it's especially at this time of year when it's wet and it's mucky and it's dark and it's cold and there are certain kids and they might not be the best kids on the team but if they turn up for training every single week there's something to be said about that that I think they they may not be the best player but I think they should definitely get some good play time because them and their parents are making the effort to go I, and we've we've coached um, my husband coached for six years and I'm on the sidelines and actually the conversations it's funny because he'd be inside coaching and, and helping with the, with the matches and I'm on the, the sidelines and some of the parents really need to think about what they're saying ref coach coach take such and such a person off and put such and such a person on and they're saying these kind of things in front of the kids I've heard some terrible things on the sidelines and the parents sometimes get more competitive than the kids. And we need to remember, I've got three daughters. I want them all to continue playing Gaelic for their health, yeah. to be healthy, to be sporty. It's about having them out with a group, doing a team sport. It's not about, obviously, of course, you want them to win. And it's amazing when they get to, to, to play matches and they win and they get to finals and stuff like that. And they've won and they've lost. But it's about you know, going out to, you know, Supermax or wherever after the final and all being together. And it's about the camaraderie and all of that. So, you know, it's, I think that sometimes parents behave very badly. I've heard some really shocking stuff that I couldn't possibly say on the radio because I'd be cut off straight away. Um, But the the parents, the families that really make the effort and go to every training session, I don't think there's enough said about them because it's hard. Kids have school, parents have jobs, they've got homework, we've all got things to do. And the ones that go week in, week out, you know, they should, even if they're not the best players, and sometimes they get overlooked. I've seen some of them getting overlooked. And actually, my husband's not coaching anymore. And just last week, I had a parent, a mother, say to me, I wish he'd come back because my daughter always got playtime when he was the coach and she doesn't anymore and she doesn't want to go anymore. And that's the, that's the problem right there. If the kids aren't getting you know, involved and if they're not getting something back from it, they're not going to want to keep doing it. And especially girls in sport, we have to find a way to keep them going, keep them interested and make sure that they're treated well. Yeah. And it's not all about winning. It is about the kids all having a go. But again, I, I do think that training is so important and they need to go to training. And that is, is what makes them part of the team. And if they're not going, they're not part of the team. You yeah. know what I mean? And then when it does come to match time, if a kid's getting left out, sometimes that could be the reason why. So you do have to dedicate. And we've got four kids. It's insanely busy. Oh, well, Siobhan, I only have two. And I think I'm insanely busy. So I don't know uh, how uh, you're doing it with four, ferrying them around to God knows how many activities. Listen, thanks a million for joining us. Siobhan O'Neill-White is the founder of mams.ie like I said this article by Jen Hogan it elicited a huge response online and our conversation has likewise but I just want to read one of the texts very briefly I was dropped by my under 12 team for my best mate who was overage for a big cup match which I'm still sore about today fast forward 20 years the exact same thing happened to me again dropped for a big game for the captain's mate 
This time around, though, I could do something about it. And I co- told the captain to stick his jersey up his arse and I went to the pub and they lost, which I was delighted about. 53106. Thank you very much for that text. Keep them coming. What do you think is the way to crack this nut? Is it, as Shane says, to ensure everybody gets a game or even equal game time for all players regardless of ability right through to 14, 15, 16 years of age do you need to teach a little bit more about resilience and sporting worth before that at an earlier age let me know like I say 53106 after the break we're going to be talking about the perils of burnout The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.